We back. What's up? Hey. Yo. Who? Welcome to season two, guys. Season two. Season two, of episode Coach, one. Naturally, remember, say the title. Can you give us a second? We to get was there? getting to it. No. Can we just revel in the fact that it's season two? I mean, but season two of what though? It is season two, episode one of Coat Switch Naturally. Gotta give us a second to get there. God, dog. And listen, I. Have to make sure that we maintain a brand. <laughs> <laughs> because we are the brand. We are the brand. Thank you. Okay, but you have to at least like let us ease our way into it. Oh okay. my gosh. Right. I will give you more grace next time. <laughs> what is happening here? You know what? Okay. So. so. Okay, so first of all, um, hey y'all. Hi. I'm hey. acting like I ain't seen y'all in the new year. Happy New Year. Happy like, New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, Even I, though I, I definitely saw you like. Didn't I just say I was going to act like it? Okay. Didn't I just say that? She I, didn't say she was going to act like it. Right. So. <laughs> you said you were, but I'm going to point out facts. <laughs> in a way. Mm-hmm. So, so far, how has the new year been treating you two? <laughs> like work? It's been spanking my ass. Oh. I'm a, <laughs> this new year? 2022 got child. Ain't no new year, new me. Ain't, ain't none. New New Year, same old bitch, all right? <laughs> same shit, same bitch. So let me explain something to you. Okay. 2022 mm-hmm. said off jump, Ayo, bitch. Things will be changing for you, whether you like it or not. For sure, yeah. Yeah. So mm. we're currently going through that. Yeah. Yeah. Not the best of times. Never. For sure. But <laughs> that was 2021. 2022 20. kind of. She said, all right, sis, I know you had 2021 with some slapping your ass to sleep. So I get it. So I'm going to ease you into this thing. Oh. And also, I think I just decided that since this is the year of 30, I wasn't going to give a damn about shit. So. I mean, that makes sense. It may have yeah. approached me, but I haven't. I just ain't going to never. And you know what? I love that for you. I love that for me too. Truly, truly, I do. I. Twenty twenty two saw me vibing and was like, mm, I don't like that chill. <laughs> right, right, right. So like, I, noticed so... She was, I noticed she was vibing. Yeah, I ain't like I that. Don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> like so, let me show you why I don't like that. So let me wake you up a little bit. But I mean, I also kind of, I start the year off in like. Jesus be in my like be in my face like a lot, mm-hmm. so a lot of stuff that probably should have affected me. I'm just like, all right, okay, Lord, well you said buckle up, so I right, here we he go. He gave you a pre warning. He, he let you know beforehand, like, hey, right. listen, hey, well, look, <laughs> content warning, trigger warning. That shit's important. Yeah, it's important. The rest so, of us though <laughs> would have I mean, appreciated the same message. <laughs> I mean, you know, you all you gotta do is fast and pray for twenty one days, like I did. Mm-hmm. You, a fast, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, twenty one days. And and you are here. You have made it out. You I have. did. Congratulations. It was. It was and the crazy thing is, I'm still kind of doing it without trying. Okay. You got into a habit. I did. Yeah. Make Humans sure. are creatures of pattern. Yeah. yeah. Once you establish one, it's, it's kind of hard to go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a, like a, yeah. a swerve. 
into a new lane is a bit difficult, but this is true. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just let's just jump right in because we we're kind of like deflecting. Uh, no. Yes. You, we were. We yes. were getting off topic. Absolutely yes, no. That was fully on. Okay, fine. <laughs> it was on topic. It was on topic. It was on topic because I said, how y'all doing? Mm-hmm. And then it was supposed to be a, you know, one, two step. And oh. then we going to flip, flip. Yeah, sure. But that's not how this year has gone. So no. Far. <laughs> so, I have to let y'all know. <laughs> let y'all know what I'm going through. So, in, uh, in the spirit of things, even though we're all by humbug about this here holiday that is on Monday... Which, irony, the Super Bowl is in two days. Really? I missed oh, yeah. it. It'll, yeah. Sports? <laughs> yeah. They're going to throw the ball? I love, yes. I love that you said, oh, oh, I missed it for a thing that is happening <laughs> in the future. <laughs> That, that's my favorite part. That's the favorite part. <laughs> because you um, know already that you're just not going to be there for it. I am. I know. <laughs> I get that. I'm going to miss it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. This is going to be a really interesting game. The Ooh. Bengals versus the Rams. First of all, Cincinnati. Oh. Bengals. Sports ball. Yeah, Sportland Sports. Number one in points. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now you are sandwiched between people who could not give. We, we don't give a damn. Anymore. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, the irony is, Mm -hmm. it's Valentine's Day weekend and niggas is going to be in the doghouse. Oh, yeah. Because Super Bowl Sunday and then Valentine's Day on Monday. You right about that. Mm. That's That's tragic. That is tragic. (laughs) So, the question of the day is, in what ways... Do you show love and how is it different with each person you interact with in your life? How do you code switch, rather, mm. between person to person? Right. Because code switching isn't just how you talk. It's how you act. For sure. And um, Behaviors and mannerisms make sense, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's subtle changes. It really depends on the person. I'm definitely more a reactive individual depending Mm. on the other person's vibe and like what they need from me yeah yeah I can I can see that but sometimes you kind of like misread the vibes that's true sure all the way perfect no never obviously but you know I try yeah um and you know there are also times where I am sort of taking my own self into account more in the situation mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. being the person and being what being the person that the other person needs me to be mm-hmm. is sometimes draining. It, it's sometimes taxing to try to be what someone else needs you to be. And if you don't have that in them, like if someone, especially when it comes to like things like, it's like you said, like like love languages, if that's not like one of those things is not one of your particular forte, yeah. and that's what the other person needs, it's a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a lot to step out of your own comfort zone. Yeah, I'm not the softest. Not at all. Mm-mm. Um, like... 
And I'm not saying that to shade him. That was for both of us. Right. That's just, that's just how, they, how it is for us. We're just not. I'm, um, so like really like cutesy stuff. <laughs> sometimes uh, makes me. I love the cutesy me, shit. Okay, <laughs> listen. Like romantic gestures. Fine. But like. Me, 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 me. Oh, that. Me, 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 yeah. me, 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 uh, me, me, me. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> uh, that's oh no. Yeah. <laughs> now okay, so I'm weird about romantic gestures too. You don't say. <laughs> what was that? Oh, okay. Right. Anyway, I'm I'm weird about them too, not because I don't want them, but because. History has shown me that they are always, well, they have been thrown back in my face. Mm. So I'm I'm always questioning the motive behind the romantic gesture. Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> for the person we will re- continue to remain nameless, mm-hmm. um... He did a lot of things with no expectation, no motive. And then, and so I was like, oh, maybe I do like romantic gestures without realizing they were romantic gestures, I guess. Mm. Mm. Um, Because it wasn't expected or it wasn't something I was looking for. He was your blind spot. Yeah. Rough. Yeah. But my ex used to, oh my gosh, we used to argue about this. And I feel so bad for that now. So shout out to you. I'm sorry. Um, for prom, instead of like a, a corsage, like a normal, normal <laughs> person, he went and bought me a whole outfit from like Aeropostale. Because, you know, at the time I was really into sweatpants and, and graphic t-shirts. At the time? At, <laughs> As if you don't enjoy that now. Okay. okay. I, Stay out of business, people. <laughs> <laughs> but at the time, it was Aeropostale, though. Fair. Give me a good, cute little colorway from Aeropostale. It was blues, greens. Don't give me no pink. Hell no. Don't ever give me no pink. And it was just like, I was like, for the whole night, I was like, why did you do that? Did you like, know how I feel? Mm-hmm. Why like, would you do that? I can't. I was like, I can't believe you did that. Like, there's a picture. They were like, was he proposing? I said, no. He was telling me to shut up because I kept asking him, you bought me an outfit? That was my corsage? Yeah. I was like. That's pretty dope. It was <laughs> It was so beautiful. It was so dope. And it was so beautiful because so nice. y'all know the quickest way to my heart is food. And things y'all know I really, really like. Yeah. And I'm not that hard to please. I just like what I like. But I just find... You are not hard to please, but you are very specific. That's true. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I am. So, like, it's not the easiest task in the world. I'm, I'm just saying for normal people, I'm just trying to set expectations because somebody's gonna see this. <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, she's easy Somebody to please. In the ether <laughs> will see this. Not the ether. And the ether. Um, well, I will say, 
I'm simple but demanding. Does that make sense? It's yeah, contradictory, but it makes sense. Mm. No, it's not. It's not that it's contradictory. It what? they often don't go together. Correct. Correct. But what? would that be me? I mean, yeah, it it fully makes sense. Yeah, like, but like you that's interesting is that you're like that in like all relationships, not just romantic ones. It's the sure. expectations are set. Sure. Sure. And there is always a baseline for a person when it comes to how they just sort of react to loved ones just in general. Because with Quentin, the way I react with him is I kind of know. I've kind of like learned his his moments. So I know which way to come at him. I had to learn that very quickly. Yeah. Because whether Quentin know it or not, Quentin is a lot more sensitive than I am. He feels a lot more, even though he doesn't want to. He hates it, actually. Correct. Absolutely. So. I'm also quicker to shut it off. Yes, he is. Me, however, I just was like, I'm just not going to never until like the last two years when life was just like, no, bitch, you just going to never. You finna feel. You finna ever. <laughs> like you, and you going to do this forever. Like, y'all know I don't cry over movies or I don't, I don't get emotional with, to me, what considers to be trivial. Like, I love a good movie. I love a good storyline. Sad or not, I'm not one that just cries mm-hmm. but in Kanto and Tick Tick Boom hey, we will get there but, get I'm, there. There's, I'm saying that for a point mm-hmm. but like I'm not that sensitive of a person um, I think we have our father to thank for that father and mother mm-hmm. not just father Yeah. Um, cause in his own weird way he was still very affectionate but it it just had its limits. And so in times where I would try to be affectionate or be loving with him, that's not what that wasn't the type of time he was on. I think that also translates to how you often receive romantic gestures. Not even just romantic gestures, but like niceties. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm always told don't just let people do stuff for you all the time and uh, like for you, it's still so hard to be like, sis, I I need you to help me with this. I like, I really need you to help me with this. That's hard for me to say that. Yeah, and I actually <clears throat> had to say that to you last year. I was like, I ain't got it. I ain't got it. <laughs> and for y'all to kind of like, with y'all like the friends group that we have, I'm considered mama. Mm-hmm. And the strong one, where everybody comes to dump. <laughs> like they will come to me mm-hmm. to vent for therapy. By the way, I need to send all of y'all motherfuckers an invoice. I need my money. <laughs> <laughs> she 20, was like okay. 2022 the year of the invoice I need my money pay me <laughs> pay me my money uh-huh. um, but 
it doesn't. So when I was like, hey, I just don't have it. Some of them stepped up. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are still in their same. Sure. Hey, I need, I need you. And they're going to be. Yeah. And I, I expect nothing less. I think uh, oftentimes it's hard for people to like learn that you need to be able to reciprocate whatever you receive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's important to do so, especially like with our relationship. I understand that like oftentimes you don't have that place where you can not be the strong one. I'm sorry, say that again. I, you don't necessarily often have a place where you cannot be the strong one. Okay. Didn't I don't know why this. my brain did not calculate didn't, you didn't that. Hear it didn't hear the way. It didn't, yeah. no. I was like, wait, what? Okay. It yeah. took a so, second to process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I make it a point to, I keep space for you to allow that because you need it. And that's like also like with like like you said with like learning like learning how to be what other so other another person needs. I have no problem with offering that. <laughs> I have no problem with like offering you allowing you space to not be the strong one with me. Cause baby, I fell apart. Yeah. I caught hold of that. I was not expecting to fall apart like that, but I was like, I said, I'm so. I I felt it come. I was like, oh my gosh. I said, I am so tired and the dam just broke Mm -hmm. and i was like oh damn so that's what that feels like yeah yeah because i was like i've i've fallen apart a couple times but i don't know what was different about that one but i was like man that is crazy but um because even um i'm calling astro even astro he was like he was like he called me a couple weeks ago he was like mama i realized like when you said that nobody ever really checks on you or cares about you he was like i felt that and he was just like and i have to start thinking and doing for myself because he was like i realized that sometimes you just really need somebody else to be there for you i was like y'all listen to me that's growth right there that is a lot of growth growth and i was like my friends listen to me and i gotta support this so i was like i'm gonna go cry now (laughs) (laughs) because it's just like i don't but i but what you said i think my expectations across the board are pretty much set in stone i am who i am which is probably why with our parents there's moments where we draw back and we kind of push away because they're not willing or they don't get what our expectations are as two highly functioning well do you think it's functioning adults do you think it's like because of like the time or like just because of they are the, the mindset of i am a parent both i think it's both but it's also the moment of they feel like they know their children and that's the difference. You think you, you know think somebody. you know us, but you don't. You don't know us in the right. capacity of an adult now. Like right. y'all know your children. You know what they like. You know what we liked. You know what we could tolerate. You know our temperaments then, but our temperaments now are totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, are there certain things that are still range true? Sure. But, like, there's just certain temperaments and certain things that we're just not willing to be and do and allow that y'all still do. Mm-hmm. And I think the difference is with our mom 
is it's easier to have those conversations with her because she's actually in a space to hear it and accept it. Mm-hmm. Even though it may take her a little minute to accept it, because in her mind she's like, "Well, no, I didn't. That's not what I, that wasn't okay." She has to get to that space. For our dad, he hears it, but if it doesn't make sense to him, it's out the window. Yeah, if it doesn't fit into his frame of reference. Yeah. That can also be, I mean, that is difficult to deal with because sometimes the narrative that you are playing in your head is not necessarily what's going on. Right. And for us, our narratives are just that and that's what we were like we actually had this conversation with him christmas eve like our narratives are our experiences you don't have to agree with it or you don't have to fully understand it but that's our experience that's how we felt and you don't get to diminish it by saying well what about how i felt that's not the time to tell us how you felt because you asked us how you made us feel right so if we're telling you how we feel you're like well well, what about me? Didn't y'all think about me in that moment? No, because it was about my life and what I want to do and how I choose to move and do different things. So, no, I did not consider your feelings because you got to go off and figure out what you wanted to do. Right. You got to go right. off and do whatever it is that you felt was best for you. You didn't, you're not trying to allow us to do the same. So, that's just a random example but I mean it's pretty spot on pretty (laughs) pretty spot on yeah especially because it also because we had multiple conversations that weekend um it definitely showed a a difference in their approaches like one of them is willing to make changes the other one is not and the but in in hit to to that defense i get it like it's not that he's unwilling in his mind it's i am this is who i am and i want you guys to accept that and not try to change me or make me feel as if I'm less than or I'm no less of your fa- I'm like I'm less of a father or less of a man because of these things. Oops, sorry. Now, like I said to him then, that does not make it a behavior is not a personality trait. How you You can interact, change behavior and not change who you are. Right. However, he considers the behaviors a part of personality. He sees it as one and the same. They're not two separate things to him. So that's why I said in his defense, to his mind, to his thoughts, which are very much valid, he feels we should just accept him, flaws and all. Like, we should just accept him and still allow him to There's show up and be. There's a caveat to that. It is, and that's, mm-hmm. the, pro- that's the thing that it's, makes us move different right it's it's where his own thoughts and beliefs and behaviors interact with us mm-hmm. and how we choose to react and, and that respond. still goes back to that idea of being able to 
interpret and be be what another person needs especially like with like your children mm-hmm. you you're gonna have to accommodate because they are completely different people like you don't design a child they design themselves and mm-hmm. they get to de- de- like depict what they need in a parent yeah. well also god designs everyone before they're here so whoever well, they are meant to yeah. be and going to be is already established before they get here. True. All you're responsible for is cultivating whatever p- appears. Yeah. And I will say, okay, so, because we talk about our parents all the time, um, with you and your siblings and your mom, because mm-hmm. I know that was a weird, <laughs> complicated, complex thing. Yeah. Um, what were some of the ways you felt like you kind of code switched between mom and siblings? And how is that different <sighs> and also, with the siblings now? Right, and how you code switched so, with romantic partners. Yeah. <laughs> so in our family, we played very distinct roles. Yeah. Um, because my mom, again, des- would design you that way. Yeah, she would put you in that position like with her relationship and the way that she spoke to my older sister was more of like co-parenting and in in a manner that my sister like even when I was a kid I used to tell people like my sister is my dad and like she kind of like had a co-parenting relationship with her with my little brother her relationship with her well with him she kind of it was her first boy and she'd wanted a boy for years Mm. And could you say it was more of a weird romantic one Mm. as far as like, cause you know how they say, um, a lot of, with like a lot of women, they, they kind of use their son as a replacement for their partner. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you think that that was a thing? My mom made it very, very clear that that was not what was going on. It was not that Mm -hmm. because Honestly, my brother could never be able, would never be able to give her what she needed anyway. And she knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more of like, this is a, she treated my brother almost sometimes as if he was a dire situation. Mm. Um, which left like, because my mom did not like, she was not very social. She, she kind of was like socially awkward. Mm-hmm. It left with me being the best friend child. Mm-hmm. but it's messy because I'm still your child. Right. right. So like there are times where our relationship was more of like her trying to like tell me things or like relate to me like friendship wise. Mm-hmm. And then like the very next moment, try to be mom. And it got very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds a little bit like daddy. The Jekyll and Hyde. Situation. Jekyll and Hyde for sure. Yeah. He did not like that reference. Oh yeah, no, he, he did not hated care for that it. My mom like, probably not- my mom would probably hate it if I ever told her that. If I was like, Yeah, you did definitely kinda use me as a best friend child, especially when she was having problems with like the other siblings. Mm. It was like, okay, gotta talk to Chanel because maybe I don't know. Gotta oh. use Chanel as a catalyst, not a catalyst, but like as a middleman. Oh, it was like a sounding board. Um, yeah. Mm. Okay, so. Bad vibes. So the question I have for you is how, what do you wish you guys could, like, where do you wish you guys could be? Because, you know, mom is gone. Where do you I, wish you guys could be? I, ooh, I think about that a lot because I didn't get the opera. A lot of times, when I think about what 
well, the fact that my mom is passed mm-hmm. is the fact that I didn't have time to, I didn't have the time to have these conversations with her like I mm-hmm. wanted. Like I, I wanted our relationship to be like mother-daughter where I could go to my mom for advice as like a, an adult woman who needs advice from another adult woman. Mm-hmm. I wanted to have that relationship where I could go see my mom and like hang out with my mom and not feel like, I don't like not feel like I had to fix a problem mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or like uh, adjust her mentality or her emotional uh, issues that she had going on so that she could feel better or like it wasn't my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I wish that I could have, uh, I wish I could have had a conversation with her and told her like, it's really hard to be your best friend and your daughter. Yeah. But in it, but in a way that's like I don't want it to be an attack on my mom because my mom at the same there's a duality of man and my mom was like a very good representation of that. Mm -hmm. She was also a fantastic mom. Like (laughs) she did whatever she could and knew how to do to be a mom. Mm. Yeah, that's good. But she was also faulty. Yeah, very. And I think that's the. um, That's the most beautiful thing about the fact that I'm glad I don't have kids yet is understanding and actually accepting now that I'm not going to be the perfect parent. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going to be, they're probably going to hate me at certain points, not because right. I'm not there for them as their mother, but I may not fully understand them in those moments. You're going to make and human mistakes like you make with any relationship. Correct. Right. And I think, um, and I think with, Cause my mom tells people now that I'm her best friend, and I was like, "Okay, grow, um, sure, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure." And it's not to say that that's not, you know. You. Love that for you. It's I mean, also a little awkward, isn't it? But it's also because when I think of like a best friend. It's like when I come to y'all about stuff and I come to Mama Walker about stuff and I still do sometimes go to best friend about stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. It's just, I go to her about some stuff, but I feel like the things that I probably would feel comfortable telling her about, I probably wouldn't tell her in the midst of it. Yeah. And that doesn't. Right. I think for me, I'm like she's always gonna be mother, like mom. That's mom. Yeah. It's a very distinct relationship, like yeah. relationship border. Like it's you are, because a lot of parents like they always say like I'm not your friend, but they don't really realize that like over time that that distinction is very, very, very clear. Very. Yeah. And I think now that I'm grown, I still I'm. It's still that mindset. Was, you're not my friend. There's, there's also like still having to work past like the setup, emotional setup that we had. Mm-hmm. Like she was, like she was affectionate. She was like, I know that my mother loved me, loved mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. But she wasn't always there emotionally. Mm-mm. Now, do we know why? 
Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Had nothing to do with us. It was so funny mm-hmm. when she when it clicked for her. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we laughed about that one so hard mm-hmm. because she was like, "No, I had to do this to survive and do this," and we were like, "Baby, right? Hey, mm-hmm. that, that's it." Right. She was like, "Right there." She said, "Oh," oh. <laughs> and we were like, "Okay." So I think. Um, your foundation and, and your emotional responses and how you deal with things. So, like, even our cousin, Makayla, her and Quentin are very much the same. And how our family doesn't realize it because they never got the chance. Like, they never took the time to get to know Makayla like they did with me, Quentin, and Michael. Mm-hmm. And because Makayla was so quiet... But Makayla was quiet because that was her way of seeing, understanding, learning, taking it all in. Right. There was things Makayla knew about that they still don't know she knows. There's certain relationships and certain caveats mm-hmm. that she was privy to all because she was just there. Mm-hmm. And she, she's very silent and like... She actually like you with the with the little slick the little slick comments that she think don't nobody hear. <laughs> Whatever do you mean? <laughs> so it just it just goes into we could really talk about this forever and ever. But um, so just to say, like with her, it's she has to be comfortable and feel safe enough, and has to figure out her voice with you. It's a it's an individual by individual basis. Doesn't matter that you're considered her family. You have to give her that space to know that she has a voice and safe enough to feel like she right. can use it with you. With us, not an issue. Right. You know, we're pretty solid. We should probably check on her. She came over yesterday. Nice. Yeah. We'll talk. I do her. have a question though, and I Let's, think we should all answer that. Okay. How do you think your relationships with um, your families, like, like how you communicate, how you deal with them, how do you like how you show love? How does that reflect how you do that romantically? Okay, so I can give you that, and I'm gonna make it very short. I'm gonna try. Okay. Um. So long story short, um, my dad's out of the family. Both sides of the family are very loud. We're like very rambunctious people. We like to have fun. We like to have a good time. Love loud people. However, on my dad's side, they're loud all the time. And aggressive. And it's aggressive. aggressive. So even in an argument, everybody is yelling at each other. And I'm like, okay. They, They could be arguing the same thing. The same exact thing. They're saying the same thing. But they're saying it differently enough that sparks are flying. Yes. Mm -hmm. And um, so for a long time, I was a happy medium. I would be, you know, I would be like my mother. I'd be all sassy with my little neck rolling, my little finger point. I still do that. (laughs) But about to say used to? (laughs) No, but like when I'm talking about like when I'm angry like when I'm uh, talking yeah. to people like I still do that when I'm like playing or you know we having a conversation or whatever like I still do that but I used to be very loud and aggressive when I would talk and argue with people 
my ex from prom dude <laughs> i used to feel i feel bad for him in this day and age because he would do something and i would read him for filth she was quick to pop off and um some of it was very much warranted especially with some of the situations that happened but how i approached it was just so aggressive and then i met best friend and one day we got to arguing and I was on my same raw raw and I got the loud, I got so loud. I was like, and then and da 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 and he was just sitting there. He just sat there and was like poker face. He wasn't mad. He wasn't looking at me like this bitch crazy. He just sat there. And then I, I noticed that I was the only one talking. I was like, this is not how this goes. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so used to combat. I'm used to the rah-rah. It, like, it, you it, need to bring... And then I start, I was like, I'm a little crazy sounding this loud right now. Like, I'm the only one talking. And then he looked at me and said, are you done? And I said, oh, so you trying to be funny? And, and he just got back quiet and just kept looking at me. And then I finally was like, Okay, well, you just made me mad because you said such and such a so and so. He was like, um, "No, I didn't. That's not what I said. That's what you heard. This is what I said." And I was like, "Oh, it's oh. an interesting thing when you are used to combat, yeah, and you meet somebody who don't do combat, and you know he don't like he really don't he really don't. He don't do combat. He don't do combat <laughs> at all." And it was just like, and I think I did it one or two times after that and after that I just and even now like I don't I can't I can't do the yelling you cannot yell at me if you are mad we can have this conversation later but I can't do loud no more I just can't so <laughs> our parents get mad because I kind of step in sometimes when it's getting a little loud for several reasons one I don't like to do it <laughs> But there's a certain point where I have had enough. Yeah. And so I go there. And Quinn liked to walk off. Right. Because I don't like being in that position. I, mm-hmm. opposite of Ariel, took several steps back from the, you know, confrontational side of our family. So I don't like to do it. But there are certain situations where sometimes I feel trapped. Or, like, I'm not supposed to walk away, but I really want to. And it, it, and it, 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 it boils his whole inner being. Right. And sometimes I step in because I'm tired of hearing the yelling myself. And I'm like, okay, y'all, we got to learn how to communicate a little better than this because this yelling shit got to go. We got to do something different. Um... To answer your question, romantically, I, one, I know what I want. Mm-hmm, for sure. So I know what it is that I'm looking for. I don't always say it. Mm. I was going to say that, like, what I was thinking about, and I, as I'm asking the question, I want to ask the question, I was thinking about it. We, I grew up in my, like, in our household, we're like, if you're upset about something, you could be upset over there. 
Mm. Like you, you can go be upset over there. Like you, it's not a space where like my when my mom was my mom was like the dominant. Like what she said went period. So. And then also because like my you've met my sister. My sister is not not, not, not necessarily like confrontational, but it's more of like oh, she you gonna she, know she she go she, she gonna, gonna let you know. Hey, you disrespected me. Mm. She gonna and tell you. she gonna let you know, and we're gonna talk about it. She's gonna tell you about yourself. Got oh, it. for sure. Got it, got it. When no. you come from a household where you have these big personalities, mm-hmm. my demeanor is very much, I'm going to step back. She's very much. I'm very much a person that's going to step back, and that has caused me to become passive-aggressive over years. Mm. And um, when we got, when she when she came to the to the land of of colony mm-hmm. i was like oh hell no we're not doing this and a lot and like as i got older there were it was with with you um just people in general were like talk your shit like <laughs> you felt disrespected don't talk, be passive aggressive talk all the shit talk your shit say what you have to say because at the end of the day you need to like you need to let them know what your boundaries are yeah Passive aggressive don't solve nothing. Her eyes got so big one day. She said, I'm not doing that. They saw her. They was like, yeah, Chanel's going to do. She was like, I don't want to do that. I said, excuse me. She don't want to do that. She was like, (laughs) I said, she said she don't want to do that. So figure something else out for her to do. What she want to do? She was like, um, um, uh, oh, uh, I want to, she want to do that. (laughs) It's very much that. Oh, okay. Well, Chanel doesn't have to do that. She could do that. And I said, okay, great. She was like, He's when I realized that it could be as simple as just say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's I still something I'm trying to learn. And, I understand. And it's wild age. because like I do, I still first find all, myself doing that. All, don't do that. What? We are all of a big age. Big old age. First big all. old age. <laughs> I'm excited about this. And year, you know so. what? You should be. 30 is going to be a great time. But listen. I am four years your senior. I've been there. I know. <laughs> I'm a big age, okay? <laughs> okay, yeah. So this has been um, really great. And before I get emotional, can we can we go ahead and wrap this up, please? Yes, we can. We're gonna wrap it up with. You know what it is. You know what time it is, y'all. Oh shoot! Sure. Y'all know what time it is. Oh snap! The it's first one of the season. Time. Four. We're swinging this way. <laughs> we don't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> we know. All right. Come on, yeah. We gotta go. Come on now. <laughs> it's time for music of the week. Music of the week. Hey, hey. Music of the week. Ow. Music of the week. Hey, hey. All right. So who's first? I would like to go last. Okay. okay. I have. Okay, so um, I I guess I'll go first. Um, so again, from the beginning of the episode, I said that I've been in a very different space and time, and um, we praise God for all good things and things that must have happened. Um, so during this fast, I have been, you know, in Jesus' face. So the song for me that probably sends me into a tizzy every single day is, um, again, Kalante Gavin. Um, two separate songs, actually. Hold Me Close and then My Testimony that he did for the One Million Show. Um, my Testimony is the one. That's the one. It's, That's the one. It's, 
It's low key disrespectful. Mm. <laughs> low key. Mm, mm. Not, they're not low key at all. There is nothing low key Slap about you in the face. High key disrespectful. <laughs> and so um, it definitely got me through, and it continues to show me that no matter what, God is still in control, and that things, everything that He showed me and everything that He told me is going to happen. I, you see it before you see it. So that's that's mine. So this is going to be a huge um, transition. I've been listening to a song called Big Titties. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. It's a song called Big Titties by Rico Nasty and Earth Gang. Uh, baby, she love us some Rico Nasty, I do, don't I she? Love, I just want to hold her hand and let her know that she is, she is okay. Like, she's so fine. <laughs> I'm 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 ready for the words. You ready for the word? Okay, let's okay. buckle in. So listen, listen. Oh, he's taking off the glasses. Yeah, My the God. Glasses. Okay, so listen. You're serious. So this music of the week comes with a little bit of rant. Um, I even wore my angry hoodie for such an occasion. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let me get Yeba first of all. Disrespectful. I'm tired of her. Uh-huh. Uh, her live at the election. We've Lady said it before. EP. We'll say it again. Right. We're tired. She right. needs to take it off Spotify and put it on Apple Music or Title or something. She True needs to do something because I that. need it. Right. We didn't even talk about Spotify. We're not going to talk about Bump it. Bump them. Anyway, um, we saw the uh, concert for Toby Nyingwe. Oh. Just stellar. Disrespectful. If I was in the audience, I probably would have cried. Ah, oh, for sure. Cried. A lot. A lot. Yeah. amount of just black excellence in that whole show. I think I'm gonna keep I think I'm gonna keep commenting until I get an answer. Mm-hmm. I need that cage bird version. Okay. I need it. Okay. But go ahead. Okay. Finish ranting. Now we got now, the reason for the rant. Okay. I have personal beef with Lynn Manuel Miranda. Personal. Yeah. For sure he Between needs to fight. Last year and this year, he hit me with four things. 2020. 2020? 2020. Is 2020 when? Hamilton. 2020. Hamilton. But. I've been new about that. Okay, but. I've been new about that. I've been. I've been shit about that. Okay, but the point is when it was reintroduced to the world. Okay, sure. 2020. Okay. All right. I mean, I had been on it, like, when I tell you. Me and the people that I roll with to okay. my zombie camp. You right. We listen to Hamilton regularly. Okay, fair. On the way. Okay. It's, it's one, mandatory. One none new here. Anyway, <laughs> 2021-2022. In the Heights. Yeah. A beautiful piece. Vivo, which Ariel told me about. Vivo told me about. Beautiful. And then I, I and it's fine. And then I finally watched it. That was a mistake. I told you. It's, it's <laughs> so warned, good. I warned it's so you. so great. I warned um, you. Encanto. Encanto has taken the world by storm. For sure. Rightfully so. Rightfully yes. so. Rightfully so. Mary Bell got me at the end of the movie, man. Because she saw her. <laughs> like, I see all of me. I was like, ah! Ooh. Ooh. I cried. I cried a good tear. And then... Tick, tick, boom. I cried for 10 minutes. 10 minutes straight. Heavily mm. cried. Mm-hmm. I I can, 
and will confirm that on each of those, there's at least one point in that movie where I cried like a bitch. So, <laughs> you are upset about that. I am big mad about it. He's going to have to fight me. For sure. He's going to have to shoot me the fade one good time mm-hmm. because I just cannot accept this. No, Lin, Lin-Manuel's pen is disgusting. Like, yeah. It is it, it, disgusting. It is yeah. very disgusting. And like, while I know Tick, Tick, Boom, not his original work, you can tell that he had a hand yeah. in crafting it for this. Also, also, Tick, Tick, Boom, one, while it's incredible, heartfelt, Amazing. The fact that he snuck in Jasmine Sullivan at the end. Disrespectful. Is phenomenal. Is one phenomenal to disrespectful. How dare you? I was so anyway, so that was that was my rant. Um those are all incredible. How are you feeling about that now? Still much still better. Uh, okay. I think he's, he's still Oh no 1, no, he's still one thousand percent could fight you. Yeah. He's gonna get both of these hands. Yeah, for sure. Um, this has been a pretty long episode. Um, enjoy. <laughs> Welcome um, back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to season two. Um, special shout out to my pumpkin. Um, we're filming this a week prior, but um, today is my baby's birthday. My mini me. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Um, and like, comment, share, subscribe, and then until next time. I'm AJ. I'm Q. I'm Channy. And this has been Code Switching Naturally. Bye. Bye. Bye.